Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, Brady PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramont Plus. We are down to the final two in the battle of the lunchbox snacks. And? Cheese balls versus Swiss rolls. Savory versus sweet. I got to go with the cheese balls. No! Seriously? Yeah. Ugh, gross. If you you love cheese balls. Not as much as I love Swiss rolls. Hmm. Go to snackbattle.com. Get your vote in. Um, I think we're voting until Sunday at noon, which means when we record Monday's episode, we will have a grand champion and it will likely be Swiss rolls. Okay. So um, I have to admit something to you. Yeah. It's probably going to change our relationship forever. Yeah. I don't get the appeal of double stuff Oreos. What do you mean you don't get the appeal of a double like, stuff? Oreo? I will always buy the regular ones over the double stuff. Seriously? Mm-hmm. How so? It's just too much. Cre- like, I don't, I just don't get the point. Don't you take the regular ones apart and make doubles out of no. two regular halves? No. That's so odd. No. Yeah. I don't get, I just double stuff. I'm like, mm, I would rather have the original. It was good that you waited until you were several months pregnant before admitting that to me. Cause that is a relationship changer. <laughs> like, but now you can't get rid of me because you're stuck with this bump. Right. Even though you're a single stuff Oreo person. That's so odd. Yeah. You never knew, did you? No. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for first responders. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for vacation. My vacation starts today. You get so much vacation. Not vacation, but like PTO. Yeah, same thing. I'm not waking up at 2.30 in the morning. That's right. That's the appeal. But you also vacation. don't have to work from home either, right? No. Like no work at all? No work at all. I love your job. Yeah. You get a tremendous amount of vacation and I'm jealous of it. And uh, do you know why that is? Why is it? I heard this is like one of the old like folklore tales, you know, because I work at CNN. Right. And Ted Turner, of course, started CNN. And if you don't live in Atlanta, he's a huge deal here. Like one of the, I would say not the founders of Atlanta, but like, he's a big deal here. Like he owns a lot of stuff. He built a lot of stuff. CNN is like, you know, we have Coke here. We have, um, Home Depot started here. All these companies, Delta. Um, so. And CNN. The rumor is that Ted Turner, when he started his company, he couldn't afford to pay his employees as much as the competing companies. Sure. So instead of that, he offered really great benefits. So everyone wanted to work for Turner um, and their benefits are still, I mean, awesome today. Yeah. That's awesome. So. Uh, All right. Before we get into why I'm grateful for first responders, I think I already know before we even wrap up snack battle 
I think I know what the next round of uh, brackets is going to be. For snacks? Just in general. Okay. Because now that I have this software, I think it'll be fun just to do brackets every now and just again. Because. Yeah, just do brackets. Like best sitcom of all time, you know? Best uh, episode of Friends of all time. Best 2000s rom-com. Exactly. Yeah. I think the next one might be best Pop-Tart flavor. Hmm. Did you know that there are nearly 20 flavors of Pop-Tarts? What? Yep. There's 19 different Pop-Tarts. What would you say is the number one Pop-Tart flavor? Uh, strawberry Frosted. Mm, do, 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 do. Da, 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 da. Number eight. Number eight. That means there's seven flavors. S'mores. Number four. Okay, those are my two favorites. Uh, number one, my favorite, the classic, the OG, the brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart. Don't even toast it and break off the edges that don't have the frosting on top of it. Oh, it's so good. That's I don't number, think I've ever had that flavor. That's number one. So, uh, but I think we can put these up in a bracket form and, and see if we. What are the top four? Uh, the top four, I'll do the top five. Cause that's just, who does a top four? Well, you already told me what the fifth one was, right? No. Fifth is frosted fudge pop tart. Never heard of it. Number four is the frosted s'mores pop tart. Solid. Number three, pretzel cinnamon sugar pop tart. That doesn't even sound good. Sweet and salty together. Mm. Uh, number two, cookies and cream. And number one is the brown sugar cinnamon. I didn't even know they had a cookies and cream Pop-Tart. The very last one on the list, a Fruit Loops Pop-Tart. Ew. Which is basically mashed up Fruit Loops in a paste. That's Stepped into a top Pop-Tart. <laughs> so I think that's the next bracket. Uh, mm. All right. So here's the excitement from Wednesday night that has me grateful to the first responders. I'm sitting in our living room where my computer is. It's like the slash studio slash office slash living room. All of a sudden I hear a boom, like a bomb going off. Boom. I'm in bed. You're asleep. It's a couple hours after you went to bed. So you're sound asleep. I look outside. I don't see anything, but I can tell off to the right, like there's lights where there shouldn't be lights. Like Just, something's different. Something's different. I couldn't really put a finger on it. So I threw my shoes on. I walked down the driveway. As I get halfway down the driveway, I can just smell car stuff, mm. like, like oil and just burned car stuff. And then I notice that our neighbor across the street, his mailbox is wrecked. Eek. And he's got a fan, he's got a beautiful, fancy house with a giant gate around it. It has a mat. The mailbox matches the stone from the house. Yeah. And so his mailbox isn't just a mailbox on a post. It was like encased in brick or whatever. This thing is decimated. And then about two houses down, there's a car facing the wrong way. Smoke and steam stuff coming out of it. Uh -oh. And another brick encased mailbox decimated down there. And... I don't really, I don't know all the details of what was happening. I do know that the person, the man who was driving the car, uh, was young enough that at one point he called his mom. Oh yeah. That's the worst tail between your legs phone call ever. Like mom. And he was clearly in order to do that much damage. He was clearly going too fast, going way too fast. Yeah. So 
Yeah. So that was the excitement last night. And, and, and I called 911. Was he like, okay, was he crying? Was he, he was, he was crying. I think when I saw him, but I didn't, other neighbors came out. So they went to the car and to him. And then I stayed in the road and I was just kicking out like pieces of plastic and metal and stuff, like trying to kick it out of the road. Mm-hmm. Because if you had hit something, it would have trashed your your thing. And then I had to push the button. We had never have, have never met this neighbor across the street. Our fancy neighbor. Our fancy neighbor. And so I had to push the button on his gate. And he's like, hello. And I'm the guy, you know, bent over looking right into the little <laughs> eye hole camera thing. I'm like, hi. And he's like, hello. And I said, um, hey, I don't know if you heard the commotion out here, but you don't have a mailbox anymore. And he says, what? And I go, yeah, there's a car wreck right in front of your house. Like, oh man, I'll be right out. So he comes out. I finally got to meet our neighbor. He's very nice. And uh, so he, a police officer ended up showing, I called 911, a police officer showed up. I was out there for like 15 minutes, maybe, maybe 20 minutes cleaning up stuff out of the road, talking to our neighbor. And then when the police officer walked, I didn't see anything. There was no reason for me to give a statement or anything. Yeah. yeah. So I came home and maybe 20 minutes after that, I saw the lights of an ambulance. So I wonder if he hit everything. It was just adrenaline, like in shock or, and then he was like sore. Or hurt then he realized or, yeah. that he was hurt because somebody, the neighbor, our neighbor across the street, fancy neighbor, somebody in his house w- actually walked down to the car, said all the airbags went off. Oh, that's so scary. I'm glad he's like up and walking and moving though. I also feel like what I can tell from that story intuitively is that he probably has really good <laughs> mom if he's scared calling his mom <laughs> to tell her that he just wrecked the car. Well, I you know don't- what I mean? Like I would be, I got in a car situation once and I feel like you're not calling your mom sobbing if you think your mom is going to be like, you know what I mean? Like you're calling because you're a little scared. Yeah. And you have to tell your mom, which means you probably have a really good mom. Right. Yeah. Because who else? I mean, if I got in a wreck, I would obviously call you. You would call me. Mm -hmm. But up until, I mean- until you have someone else, you call your mom. And that's even totally. If, I would have called my mom like even if you have to make that call at age 30, if it's a one car accident that's completely your fault. Yeah. It's total call of shame. Mm-hmm. So uh so I I came back inside and then I watched him for the rest of the night. And um our friends, I think, the what is it, the community patrol? Oh, the citizens patrol. The citizens patrol were out there at one point with push brooms. Of course they were. Getting stuff off the road. Now, does everybody have a citizens patrol? Does no everyone way. know what that is? I think that's special to the Springs. Do we need to know? Do we need to talk about what the citizens patrol is? It is a group. It appears every time I've seen them, it's older men. Mm-hmm. And if there's like a car wreck, they're the ones who park down the street, you know, in a cop car with the lights on to, to wave people around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine they show up at like house fires to block off the street. If there was no pandemic and there might be a parade, they would probably rope off the street, put cones yeah. across the street earlier. And they take their job very seriously. My favorite thing that they do, I've seen them in the parking lots 
of stores checking to make sure the cars parked in handicap spots are legit hand, have, yes. have legit handicap license plates or yeah. badges. We are big fans of the citizen patrol. <clears throat> yeah. So they were out last, somebody was out last night with a push broom. I would assume it was them like clearing off the road. And, uh, but yeah, the ambulance and the cop. And the, I think when the ambulance came, the fire truck came and all that. So thank you first responders and thank you. Reckless 20 year old driver for giving me a little Wednesday night excitement. <laughs> it's Friday. That means it's time for a check-in. Jeff Dollar, on a scale of one to 10, how are you doing this week? Um, I, you know, I feel really good. Like I'm still flying high from last weekend when we got our nominations. We celebrated our one year anniversary. So I'm feeling really good about that. Um, I feel work-wise everything kind of way slowed down for a couple of months, just in terms of like projects and stuff like behind the scenes podcast stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like it all started right back up last week, like all at once. So that was a little overwhelming and caused a little bit of anxiety. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm not looking forward to next week because next week's my mom's birthday. Yeah. So it'll be, be hard. Yeah. So all of those things considered, I feel like a 9.5, I have a potential to be like a 6.5. Like I, every now and again, I just feel like a little wave of overwhelm. Like a jolt of a six? Yes. And then you're jolted back to nine? Yeah. Yeah. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. All right. How are you on a scale of one to 10? I'm a nine. Nice. This week. I feel like it's been a pretty good week. It's been a great work week. Um, I got a lot of stuff done this week. I delegated a lot of things this week, which is like, you know, not the easiest for me, but I'm getting better at it. Um, do you agree with me that everything felt like it was on pause related to, to, to Callie and Jeff enterprises? And then all of a sudden I feel like a, a faucet was turned on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I yeah. feel, and, and I feel like, well, I think we were trying to get our sea legs. You know what I mean? Like maybe we were just the boat so rocked that we had to take a minute to figure out how to stand up again, which is fine. But I think that's what stopped us because we were in survival mode and that's pretty much it. And I can't even imagine like salute to all of you parents who are figuring out how to do virtual learning or figuring out how to send your kid to school while you're trying to fit. I can't even imagine. No. Cause I, I, I don't think it's just us. Like I think the faucet's been turned on for a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, and I just can't imagine having to figure that out. So kudos to you. And if we could all meet at a bar, I would buy every one of you three shots. Yes. Um, so anyways, yeah, I'm a nine. I felt the baby's been kicking a lot this week, which is like super exciting. Um, yeah. I have yet to really feel it. So the, I don't think the baby likes me. I don't think that's it. I think that you felt her kick last weekend. Yeah, once. But that's one more time that you hadn't felt her. That's true. I guess. She's not like her kicks are like, I don't know. It's usually only when I'm settling down. Like when you're falling asleep. Yeah. Um, which I read is because like my movements during the day, like rock her 
to sleep kind of okay in there. And then when I'm still, she's like, Oh, we're awake now. So I took a nap yesterday. And when I laid down, she started kicking me like crazy. Like it almost hurt. I was like, <laughs> and you're not even third trimester yet. Like in a few weeks, you're going to see like full on fists coming through your belly. Like that old school movie alien. Yeah. Right. Or like mm -hmm. a foot. You know, you know what I can't wait for is when the dogs are laying their head near me and the baby kicks a dog. I to watch the reaction on Lily's face when she gets kicked by. Well, she doesn't stomach. know there's a baby in there, so she's going to be mad at you. You're the one who's going to get bit. Yeah. Um, I do think that they're starting to figure out something because they're both much more affectionate with you over the past week or two. The dogs. Yeah, I think they're starting to figure something out. I read somewhere that dogs don't know what the change is. They can just sense a hormonal change. So for all we know, they think I might be dying. <laughs> no, they don't. They, they might. No, Literally, they, they said it would be the same reaction. I read this in an article. Dogs react the same way to people who get sick, like with the terminal illness, as they do with a baby. Like they can't discern what it is. Well, regardless, you're getting more puppy love. I am getting more puppy love. I it's feel, so sweet. I feel like it's really ramped up the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it has. 100% of the kids I know love getting mail, including the kids that Callie and I sent KiwiCo crates to over the summer. Right to the door of our friends, science and art projects, hands-on science and art projects were delivered to their door, giving them something to work on, play with, and learn from over the long summer months. If you are trying to encourage your children to be creative thinkers, to be innovators, to use their hands to create and learn learn and discover KiwiCo has got you covered. Now they've got seven lines underneath its umbrella for kids of all ages. We've got lines for young innovators to, to, to create and build projects that explore art, science, engineering. They've got hands-on activities to engage curiosity and creativity of preschoolers. They've got uh, ways for kids to learn about science, to learn about applying principles, to learn about engineering, to learn about art. All of this delivered right to your door. And because you are an Upside listener, you're going to get 30% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line. But you got to go to KiwiCo.com slash Upside. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash Upside. KiwiCo is redefining play with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. KiwiCo.com slash Upside. Vitamins and supplements to me is such a confusing world and it's always been really intimidating to me, but care of is making that so much easier. They can make taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals actually attainable. Can I get an amen on that? Care-of's new line, the skin and hair collection, helps you work on your beauty goals too from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. My favorite thing about Care-of is that you go to their website, you go to takecareof.com slash upside25 and you tell them what you're trying to accomplish and what your goals are. They put personalized daily vitamin packs together for you, ship them right to your house and then keep them coming every month. So it takes the hassle, the guesswork and all of the like uncertainty about what to order out of ordering your vitamins and supplements. We love this company. We've been using them for months and it has made our lives tremendously easier. For 25% off each of your first three months of care of, go to takecareof.com slash upside25 and enter the code upside25 at checkout. Again, that's 25% off each of your first three months of care of. Go to takecareof.com slash upside25 and enter the code upside25 at checkout. 
Caliper CBD believes that everyone deserves a super simple way to feel better. And that's why they developed Caliper CBD powders. Every single packet is exactly 20 milligrams of Caliper CBD powder. So you never have to wonder how much you're taking. No crazy precise measuring with an eyedropper of oils or tinctures. It's a powder. It's a tasteless powder that you can mix with water, sprinkle on food, however you want to take it. Now, here's the deal. Because it's powder, it gives you all the benefits of CBD in just 15 minutes. It's about twice as fast as oil. Now, check this out. Because CBD, Caliper CBD powder is more absorbed than tinctures, you are going to feel the effects so fast. You absorb 450% more CBD with Caliper CBD powder compared to tinctures. Individual packets make it super convenient to take CBD wherever you go, and you can get started for under $20. Get 20% off your first order when you use the promo code UPSIDE at tricaliper.com slash upside. That's T-R-Y-C-A-L com slash upside. Use the promo code upside for 20% off. And this is a risk-free purchase because if you don't love it within 30 days, they're going to give you a full refund. Trycaliper.com slash upside. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today's quote of the day is, nothing ever goes away until it teaches us exactly what we need to know. All right, here are my three random things for today. Number one, if you haven't thought about this already, think about it now. Gas pump handles are so dirty. Ugh. Uh, a, a research journal tested a uh, gas pump handle and found that about seven out of 10 of them actually have more germs than a public toilet seat. No. Yes. So get some pla- some latex gloves or some of those plastic gloves and keep them in your car. Use them when you pump gas or that is so nasty. Keep, if you can get your hands on some some Lysol wipes or Clorox wipes or whatever, keep those in your car so that you can wipe down the, the gas pump handle. But uh, not just for COVID. Like even once COVID and everything's under control, regular cold and flu and stuff, mm. just other people's poop hands and whatnot. Ugh. So yeah, wash your hands. Uh, number two, according to the Not.com. You can tell if a man will make a good father by the way he plays with his pets and takes care of his plants. Hmm. So a man who cares for his dog, uh, uh, a man will show you how he will someday care for a child based on how he cares for his dog. So if he's always playing with the pooch, attentive to his needs, that's a good indicator that he's willing to care for something that cannot take care of itself. Uh, Also, If he is a gardener and keeps a garden in good condition, then he will have the patience and commitment to take care of a baby. Hmm. You're good at both of those things. I don't have a garden. No, but you had a ton of plants in your house when we met. And I was always so impressed by that. I'm like, 
you keep plants alive. Yeah. Like that's interesting. Um, and my third random thing is, uh, another company has, um, started something called paternity leave. That's, I love it. That's P A W T E R N I T Y. And what it is, is days off after you adopt a pet. It's a company called the zebra out of Austin, Texas. And not only are they giving you paid paternity leave, but they're giving you a $300 bonus toward the cost of getting a new pet. So I love it. To cover the adoption fees or the first toys or anything like that. So, <laughs> so sweet. And I got to say, like, people underestimate if you get a baby animal. Oh, yeah. The giant pain. Yeah, they're up all night and crying and whining. We actually had to <laughs> move Lily to another room. I, I wasn't around Sadie when she was a tiny, tiny puppy. But Lily... I slept on the floor with Sadie for uh, like two nights. You did? Uh Because she was upset? Yeah. Scared? Yeah. Um, And I don't know why. Why didn't you just put her in bed with you? Because she was in a crate because she wasn't potty trained yet. Got it. And she was too small to get off the bed on her own. Mm -hmm. So I put like um, pillows and blankets down next to the crate. So she was sleeping in the crate and then I would sleep next to her. Did that quiet her down? Totally. Lily was kind of a little monster. Lily had a fabric crate because she was so small. Remember that? Uh And the front of it was like mesh and she was whining so hard that we had to put her in a different bedroom than us because she was keeping us up all night. And when we went to get her out the next morning, there was a giant hole in the mesh. So she had spent all night chewing the crate to get out. Which is very on brand for Lily. Yeah, so it is. Uh, the name of that company is uh, The Zebra, and I guess it's an insurance type firm in Austin, nice. Texas. So kudos to you. We are doing a very, very, very adult, grown up special thing this weekend. What are we doing? Well, it's not any more grown up than creating a baby. Uh, well, it's. I feel like it's an adult milestone. It's, I think it's if a, you want to have kids, it's an adult. Milestone. I think it's a baby milestone. We're clearing out a spare bedroom, our only guest room, and we're starting to convert it to a baby's room. Yeah. So I, and I say a milestone, like not everyone wants to have kids and I, whatever for me, I've just, there's like, this has been a goal of mine. Like as long as I can remember, it's like make a baby's room. So this to me is like a big, exciting weekend. We have one guest room. We are turning that into the baby's room and which means we're getting rid of like, you know, the furniture in there and we have to, you know, clean out the closet because our stuff is in there right now. And, um, I don't know. Are you excited at all? I I mean, I'm excited, but I don't think I'm as excited as you are because you have already picked out like the little changing table and you've picked out the crib uh-huh. and the, like you've picked everything out. I have no idea what it's going to look like. So my friend Jessica Kerlick is a designer and she, um, I had some ideas for baby room stuff and then for nursery stuff. And then she like put it together for me and helped me find it and stuff like that. But if you want to help pick out the crib, I haven't bought it yet. But you have it already. Like I know because of the renderings, like I know that there's a color scheme or whatever. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't help but pick it's ar- one out. It's already picked out, isn't it? You said do whatever you want. So I took it's already, that. Is it already picked out? Yeah, but there's like different variations on the color. Oh, so I don't get to pick the crib out. I get to decide if it's going to be cream or slightly lighter cream. 
No, there's like, so our crib is going to be white. So we just need a white crib. There's probably 5,000 different kinds of okay, white cribs. I'll pick out a white crib. It'll- I thought you said to just, you, okay, let's rewind a couple of months no, ago. No, it's fine. Jeff I- was like, yeah, you can handle it. Whatever you think it looks good. It'll be great. Yeah. But now you're telling me that I can pick out something if I want. So I didn't think you were interested. Don't worry about it. I'll pick out, I'll just have a white crib delivered. It'll be fine. <laughs> you can't see it until it arrives. How's that? Can, can you run it by Jessica? No, it's you, the white crib's a white crib. <laughs> right? Why are you doing this to me now? You said you didn't care. I'm just teasing you. I really don't care. Um, but are you excited to see her little room come together? I guess, I don't know. Here's the thing about Jeff. I don't think guys get excited about that stuff the way women do. Well, I don't think it's in the same way, but I will say, so we had a house in South Carolina um, up until last year and I started going through, like when Jeff and I got married, he kind of told me that I could start decorating kind of, you know, just putting the room together a little more. And, um, when I did that, the first room after I got done with, I remember we were sitting in the room and you were like, there's nowhere that has felt this much like home. Like, I love this. And you were so excited about it. Yeah. I I don't know what you want me to say. I feel like I'm letting you down by not saying the right thing. What should I, what should I be saying? Nothing. I'm just excited because I feel like it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Okay. And I think it's great, but like, I, I just don't think men get this, like how, on a scale of one to 10, how excited were you when I bought my new camera? Like a two. There you go. Okay. Yeah. But I, but I'm like a 9.5. I'm like, this thing is great. I can't wait to take pictures with it. I can't wait to figure out all the tricks. I can't wait to take pictures of our baby. It doesn't mean it's not exciting. Right. And you appreciate the camera for how much it excites me. Right. So I appreciate the baby room for how much it excites you. Cool. I'm really though. I mean, I'm excited to surprise you with a good looking crib. Hmm. Like that's going to be good. I'm going to rescind that offer. (laughs) Why? White crib's a white crib. Cause I'll, I'll just, I'm going to rescind. Maybe I'll give you like two options. I'm just, you can do the whole thing. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. I would like to present a hack for Monday mornings as we start to get back into routines. We're figuring out some sort of schooling. We're, we're you know, getting a lot of more people going back to work. Here's a Monday is going to start to have its old Monday feelings again, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a hack that I read for Monday morning that spoke right to me because one thing that really fuels me is working ahead. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if I am able to, to work like meal plan for a whole week, like the, the moment when that happens makes me feel really good. Like when we're putting the shows together, if I'm organized with, uh, the commercials that are running and the days that different commercials run a week ahead of time makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm. So this hack spoke to me. Plan your Monday morning on Friday evening. Ooh. So figure out what you're going to wear Monday morning. Set it out Friday evening. Figure out what you're going to have for lunch on Monday and write it on a post-it note and put it somewhere where you can find it on Sunday afternoon so you don't have to think. What this does is it takes away some of the stress on Sunday thinking about Monday because you're all done. 
you're ready to go. Interesting. Okay. So if you have to have a bag, like for work, like if you got to bring some work home, but you got to get the, you know, have the bag ready to go on Friday, get everything organized, get as much done on Friday as you can. You'll find yourself with much less stress on Sunday. Interesting. I like it. Try it this weekend. Hi, Callie and Jess. This is Maria. This message is for my son, Mateo, which I literally just dropped off at kindergarten for the first time. Uh, he kept asking me if the tears were happy tears. I was like, I don't even know. It's all sorts of, it's like the most emotional thing. Since dropping him off at, you know, with his first nanny when he was like, you know, in nine months old. So just brace yourself, Callie and Jeff, for what's to come, because it is just a roller coaster of emotions, especially in times like this. Anyways, I want to leave a message from Mateo, because we listen to you every morning. Um, just that I pray that today you have a fantastic day of kindergarten, and, um, and the entire school year is just full of fun, laughter, joy, lots of learning, and gratitude, as always. Thanks, and lots of prayers for Mama, guys. We love our partner Bombas for a ton of reasons. They're really comfortable socks. They're really versatile. Um, I wear them for everything that I do as opposed to having like one sock that's good for working out, one sock that's good for work. No, 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 no. Bombas has you covered. They have thought of every single detail, including a random one that there's no seam in the toe which is rare to find. And it makes the socks so much more comfortable. Here's what I love the most about this company is for every pair we buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. The generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 34 million pairs of socks and counting to over 300 thousand giving partners. The impact now is more powerful than ever. To those experiencing homelessness, which is where these socks are going to go, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes, a small comfort that's especially important right now. Give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, Callie and Jess. My name is Rachel, and I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I've been a longtime listener of Jess. And it is Thursday, August 13th. I'm listening to the Thursday show, and I'm getting an update on the snack battle. And I'm on the way to work, and I'm so upset about Dunkaroos and how they lost out to Swiss Rolls. I was certain Dunkaroos were going to take it all the way, that I drove five miles past my work exit on the highway because I was so, like I said, upset about Dunkaroos and then so entrenched in the snack battle update that I just totally spaced out and just kept driving. So thanks, guys. I'm going to be late to work. Okay, bye. Hey, guys. It's Alexa. One, I feel like this all the time. I'm sorry. Two, today is my daughter's birthday. So in honor of that, I'm going to tell you, when I was pregnant with her, all I wanted to eat was cheese pizza and anything spicy. 
like jalapenos, I would just eat them. And her spice threshold as a four-year-old is higher than mine. It's amazing. I didn't know if there was any science to it, but I think that there must be because she is definitely a vegetarian. Meat was so gross when I was pregnant. And loves cheese pizza. Picks off all the toppings. Just eats the cheese. Anyway, thought it was interesting and love hearing other people tell the same kind of stories. Bye. Love you guys. Hey, Kylie and Jeff. This is Emily the Snack Battle. Every time you mention Swiss cake rolls, all I think about are eating Swiss cake rolls. I, I can't stop thinking about it. And it's all because of the snack battle. I just wanted to know. Hey, it's Christy. Um, today I am thankful for really good friends. I am listening to episode 336, and it's cracking me up because everything you guys are mentioning about the snacks is what I always have in my pantry and I never understand the fact that all of our neighbors know that our pantry is like the place to go so whenever they're over I find a whole bunch of grown men in my pantry shoving Swiss cake rolls cheese balls cosmic brownies mega stuffed Oreos um anyway I have three kids. I have three lunches to pack. They always get one treat in between their fruits and their veggies and everything else I pack for them. So that is the intention. Does that really happen? Most of the grown men eat their snacks, and then I have to replenish them before school starts. Just send a buddy. Thanks. Bye. Every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best that they can possibly be. Is this job tough? You betcha. But it is not impossible. We can do this. We're educators. We're born to make a difference.